This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by the new owner of Here's What I Don't Get, Immortal Thor, who through a uh, loophole in our bylaws was able to take control of ownership of the podcast in a way that no one had had really thought would ha- be able to happen uh, when the bylaws were originally set down. So I hope you're ready for whatever changes he dictates moving forward as he is now the new owner. Thank you. Hello, and welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get. From north to south, east to west, the only formerly interdictory podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tad Burt, and with me today, as always, Tim the Handlebreaker. That's right. Welcome back, Tim. And with us today, as usual, running the sound console, it's Todd Seidel. Hello. Welcome back, Todd. Episode 166. 166. You know what that means, right? It's only 500 away. (laughs) From from the devil worship, <laughs> praise Satan. Praise Satan. In five hundred episodes, I'll, I'll get praise you, Satan. Five hundred episodes till I get you to to uh, finally agree with my 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 views in in Satan worshiping. Yeah, yeah, I doubt it. You Christians are all like, who's you Christians? <laughs> uh, what do you mean, you people? Welcome back. It's uh, We had a big Star Trek-filled weekend, which means yeah, you we guys did. are going to have a big Star Trek-filled month. Yep. We recorded a uh, episode seven of What's Wrong With Space. We watched uh, three Star Trek movies. And an episode. And an episode of the new Star Trek Pick-Ard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the new Star Trek show starring Gene Luke Pickard. Gene Luke Pickard. Yeah, uh, and you'll be talking more about that in in coming up in your issues. Yeah. So uh, someone asked at some point why we do the What's Wrong with Spaces as two episodes and not just one. Uh-huh. It's because the file size is so big when you do a three hour long thing that you have to split it in half, otherwise it won't fit on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there are two of those. It's broken in half. Like they've, I think we've broken all of them since like season three and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that'll be coming soon, and the Picard uh, commentary will be coming soon. For the, for the rest of the season, for this one, the video the video quality wasn't good enough. Yeah, yeah. But for the rest of the season, I think I got it figured out, a way we can record and have video to match the audio. So if you want to watch a YouTube video along with us, you can uh, join us there, but that was uh, that was the weekend. Tim, do you have anything other fun things going on in your life? That was about it. That was about it, really. Yeah, um, yeah. I really enjoyed that. It was it was super fun. I haven't sat down in like marathon Star Trek movies in quite a while. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we watched the first three. We're gonna do the fourth one at some point coming up. Yeah, whenever we get a chance. Uh. I had the reason why we were able to do it is because I've had I've had a several days off work. And yes. God, it's been so great to just be <laughs> home. Like I clean the apartment a little bit at a time every day. I clean a little bit more. Today I was doing laundry before I came over here. Just like I kept the blinds closed so that I really feel just like I'm inside my own little area and your own people, little pod. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people they like the the sunlight. I'm totally no, fine without no. the sunlight. In Same. fact, I I you know just had I've had my two lamps on at like ten percent. 
So there's just a glow, so I'm not using my phone flashlight to see wh- where I'm going. Yeah. But it's not it's not brightly lit. Mm-hmm. It made going outside a real pain. <laughs> uh, and uh, yesterday, yesterday was such a beautiful day that I drove out to see my sister. She lives out of town. Yeah. Drove out, took the top down, and drove out. Uh, man, it's nice. You got you got, you got a nice like a uh, cover. Yeah, I got this boot top down? that yeah. covers up the convertible top. Yeah. Real pain in the ass to get it in. I think it's going to end up just being in the closet all the time, unless I like go to a car show and I'm like, look, if this is what it looks like with the top down. Yeah. But with but with that piece, now all I need is uh, to replace all my seats with red leather seats, and it'll match the tiny version of my car that I have on my desk at work. <laughs> red leather? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, do that. which I can find. I can. I found the rear seats in red leather, no problem. Yeah, it's the front seats finding those in red leather that's the problem. I don't know that that would look. I I wouldn't like the look of that. I you I can show you the little car if you want, and you can decide. You have black right now, right? Yeah, it's all black leather interior. Yeah, I I won't. It's classy. I won't end up replacing that because I I agree. I think the red red's a little too gaudy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for my my taste, but uh, yeah. Todd, do you have any, if you had anything exciting happen? Uh, nah, same old shit, man. Work, work, work. Yeah, I feel that. Todd sent us a picture of his dog's balls for some reason. Man, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna set up a uh, whole like collage of uh. Just start an Instagram page of of his balls. Like just different settings, different. Yeah. You know, yeah. What a up. fucking weird thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that's how he sleeps. He cannot have him covered up. And he won't sit down on him either. Uh, that's cold how outside. I sleep too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Apparently, I deleted the photo I had of my tiny car. That's a real bummer. I'll, I'll snap a photo and send it to you. Yeah. No tiny car photos, but no plenty t- of plenty of dog ball. Photos. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, what else? We've got the uh, movie commentary. Movie commentary will be coming. We're going to be recording that this week. Yep. And. Yeah, just just in a minisode. Just in a minisode. That's it, coming. We we I mean we recorded like eleventeen things. Yeah, <laughs> so much stuff. I got so much work to well, do. Well, we're in I the middle home. of recording eleventeen things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am I am looking forward to watching. So uh, the first episode of the Picard commentary, we brought my dad on. Yeah, uh, because he's obviously been watching Star Trek since the very beginning. Yeah, and uh, he was pretty disappointed with oh, it. Oh yeah. I yeah. you know, yeah, I think you were the, of the three of us, you were the most hopeful that it would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I had a, I obviously had zero hope. Um yeah. It was so we were also we're doing our counters, right? Yes, if you guys remember the counters from uh um, We used them on a couple of movie commentaries. Yeah. Um I think the biggest one was uh Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Yeah. So we're doing the counters again and we have cool sci-fi stuff, stuff that happens with people's eyes. Old man times things that happened that would kill an old man, <laughs> uh, and there are a few more. Yeah, and so we actually watched this in the first episode twice because we watched it, decided what our th- six things were going to be, and then we watched it again to keep track of what our numbers are. Yeah. So every time those those posts, will I'll post updated numbers of how many times Picard should have died because uh-huh. in in this one episode. An explosion goes off and throws him like a rag doll, like sixty feet. Yeah, and then he lands on his back and rolls over, and the head, fireball lands on, his head. lands on his head, and the yeah. fireball engulfs him. And then he wakes up and he's just on his sofa at home, just like, "Did I have a bad? Dr- I thought it was a dream sequence. I did too. I did too. Like, oh, this is a dream. Yeah. No, no, that actually did happen. What <laughs> you, fell you fell down after yeah. the interview. 
John Gene Luke Luck Pickard. Yeah. Ugh, it's so bad. So, so bad. Well, do you want to jump straight into some issues, Tim? Yeah. Well, what is your first issue? Here's what I don't get. <laughs> Finally getting something ruined. What what happened? What'd you get ruined? <laughs> yeah, so um unlike uh Tab and uh, I Uncle guess Buck. Uncle Buck, a lot of a lot of people really. Uh, a lot of people have had stuff ruined for them, you know. Uh, childhood favorites. Yeah. Uh, IPs, if you will. Shit all over. Just shit all over them. Um, <laughs> I was never a Ghostbusters fan. I mean, I've seen the movies. Yeah, they weren't like a... Not a uh, yeah, not a big fan. Uh, I, I like Star Wars all right. Yeah. You know? Would you say that Bustin' makes you feel good? It does, but that's the best thing about that those movies. Yeah. I think that song is the best thing about those movies. No really? joke. Really? No joke. Oh wow! I've never. I've, I've also never really cared for that brand of com. The brand of comedy that those early seventies SNL guys had. Yeah. Did never really cared for it. That's a fair point. Um, and that carries over in, into uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, yeah, absolutely. Um, but you were, you you like Star Wars, but it wasn't like meh. You were just yeah. I don't even know if I did. I I never owned a toy lightsaber. Really, really, that's a depressing childhood. I mean, I, I, I think I, I mean, I've definitely played with them. Yeah, I never owned one myself. I'm trying to think if I ever owned a uh, proton pack. Oh, I definitely never owned a proton pack. Huh. Uh, I never owned. I don't think I've ever owned a piece of Ghostbusters merchandise. Nice. I'm trying to think if I ever owned like a Star Wars action figure. Oh, you had to have had at least one action figure. Maybe. Maybe. Who would you have had if not that? I know. I know. I, I at least had a um, a Chewbacca C three PO like plushy thing. Yeah, I don't have any action figures though. I had like a little X wing toy that you I've had, had friends. I had friends that had your guy that had the, the big X wing. Yeah, but I don't know if I had any Star wow. Wars. Toys. It's and like I think you pushed down on the R two D two and the wings opened or something. Yeah. You pushed something and the yeah, wings yeah, yeah, opened yeah. up. Um. And then uh, the other, like the Thundercat, recently the Thundercats thing. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed Thundercats. Yeah, I, I, I think I enjoyed it you more. Enjoyed than it you enjoyed it more than me, but but still, that was just reruns on Cartoon Network. Yeah, you know. Um, so I really haven't had anything that's been like rebooted in your lifetime that you really cared about. Yeah, and what you're saying is, in the last less than a year, you started to care about something. Yeah, yeah. And now it's just been ruined. And now so it's been ruined. Alex Kurtzman just came and took a big dump right oh, on, your, man. on your joy. Yeah, if you haven't been listening to What's Wrong With Space because you don't care about Star Trek, because um, I know there's probably a bunch of Oh, yeah, there's probably a bunch of listeners that just um, it. And I don't blame them. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't either. I wouldn't have. <laughs> if you I wasn't me, I wouldn't yeah. have listened to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, I didn't listen to your uh, uh, Discovery yeah. ones because- one, it probably sucks, and it's just <laughs> you yelling and getting drunk. And two, drunk. Uh, I didn't like drunk. Star Trek at the time. Yeah, but uh, if you if you don't like Star Trek and have not listened to What's Wrong with Space, I have really, I really, really, really enjoyed my time with uh, the Next Generation. And speaking to that, because I gave you a list that was half half of everything, and I think yes. you made it like. Four episodes in, and you said, "I'm watching every episode." Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> the bad ones, because that wasn't more like that wasn't necessarily like I was loving it so much. That was more like 
I need to know what the bad ones are like too. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, so and there's till, some stinkers. Till finally, all good things happen, and you were like, "Wow, this is a this is a great series. It's a great series." And Glad then, Alex Kurtzman. Oh man, just like he's so he's doing a um, he's doing a Clary Starling uh, series for someone. Is he really? Yeah, and that I like. I really like Silence, Silence of the Lambs and. Well, um, Hannibal. Well, it's under it's under, and Red Dragon and Han- Hannibal the movie. Here's the good news, Tim and Manhunter. Um, because it's under an alternate license and the Hannibal and all that stuff belongs to whoever, someone else. Yeah. Um, NBC. it's gonna have absolutely nothing to do with any of that. It's just gonna be about clearly Clary Starling. It's like I'm trying to think of. It's like Picard. Where you remember Clary Starling? Well, we're telling a story that has her in it, but doesn't have anything to do with any of the other stuff. So God. it's going to be. So Peach Saliva was tweeting. She's like, "I love Clary Starling so much. Such a great character." And yeah. I was just like, "Peach, uh, as a uh, you're you're kind of new into Star <laughs> Trek, and as a veteran Star Trek yeah, fan, she's, she's been watching a uh, TNG, TNG also. too. Yeah. yeah. Let me let you know, Alex Kurtzman is the death kiss to any everything you love. The Mummy, Star Trek. This he did. The, oh, I'm, I'm he glad did the, have, he did that. Mummy, have you not seen it? No. Oh, it's because I terrible. Because I love those first two movies. I had them on VHS. I watched them all the time. By the first two, you mean like the first third set of reboots? Sure. Yeah. yeah. The Brendan Fraser. The ones. Brendan Fraser Fraser ones. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So he he just he's gonna take a big shit on that next. I how does he keep getting work? I don't know. The he mummy bomb shitting the mummy. Ended an entire cinematic universe that has now since been rebooted under a different person. Allegedly being rebooted. That's the thing is, so when he, when he, that failed and he went back to Star Trek, I was like, oh, he went back to Star Trek because th- no one else will hire him. Yeah, like he's he's cancer. But yeah. then he left Star Trek and decided he's going to go do this this new series. And I'm just like, why would you fucking hire this guy? Twenty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and I fucking hate Rotten Tomatoes. But yeah, like that movie's super not good. It, <laughs> they paid Tom Cruise an inordinate amount of money because they thought they were getting him in on the ground floor of a big cinematic yep. universe, and it was going to pay off in the long run. And he shot it in the head. Yeah. He shot it, took it out. It was like out on its first jaunt and was just like, and he he went to draw his gun to show his buddy and shot the horse right in the back of the head <laughs> and killed it in the middle of the road. And they're just like, oh no. <laughs> and then uh then some some hooded hooded stranger or man comes comes along down that road years later and sees a blood stain and he touches a finger to it and he, he licks it. He's like, I think I taste money. My name is Paul Feig. Oh, no. <laughs> Do you get it now? Do you get it, Paul Feig? Man, I, it's weird. Because there have been, like... So I was telling you... Uh, the, the only, so the only... The, the, so... I have had something ruined. Yes. Before you, this. Yeah. To be honest, now that I think about it. But... It was so poorly received and did so badly, and I still haven't seen it other than someone doing a Hellboy. Like, yeah, it was it was that that Hellboy reboot, but it did so badly and was so poorly received that um, I don't give a shit because it's just gonna get it's gonna get forgotten and rebooted again and rebooted again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was saying I was telling you so. 
today and yesterday I spent a bunch of time, you know, just I was been doing my dice roll watching. Yeah, yeah. And I was watching a few episodes of Star Trek, and coincidentally, I watched the episode with Lol. Yeah. Um, and I'm watching this episode, and uh, it's clear that no one that wrote this new series watched that episode at all. Or no. if they did, they were like jerking themselves off while they did it. Yeah. And uh, so I'm watching that, and I just can't help but see the Picard that they've introduced to us in this new series when I look at the Picard that I was supposed to know. Yeah. And just, it's, it's, it's like when you find out you're, you're, when you see a teacher outside uh-huh. of school and you're just like, what are you doing here? And they're smoking. And they're smoking or something, yeah. Yeah. Or you find out like your parents aren't these great people or not as strong, your dad's not as strong as you, as, as you thought he was. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like it's completely diminished the character in my eyes, and there's no I I can never go back and get that that back. See, I can. You can. I, I think because it's so fresh to me, TNG and this new series starring Gene Gen Luke Pickard, Gene Luke Pickard, um, that that I've already I've already done it. I've already made the distinction. We're watching we're watching Stair Trek Pickard. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's uh, Federation Pickards. Yeah. Here's the other thing: like this show has already been greenlit for a second season. Yeah, because they got to double down. Yeah. Uh, my hope is that Patrick Stewart has a stroke and dies, or at least goes into like a Tim Curry mode where he's yeah, in a yeah. wheelchair and yep. looks real ugly, so that they can't do a season two. Uh, here's the thing: um, I don't think Patrick Stewart likes Star Trek. No, I, I now. You have having been a fan for a while wouldn't it would know stuff like this, maybe like whether or not he likes Star Trek. Yeah. Well, I know uh, at the beginning he didn't take it seriously. That's what I'm saying. He thought like, it was going to get canceled. That and also he didn't want to do it. Uh, I think he changed his mind later in the series. But what I what I think is well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. That combined with seeing the first episode of the show. And him having uh, some amount of creative control, some amount of creative control, uh, plus the just the other week, uh, the rumor was that he had met with Kevin Feige of Marvel to talk about Professor X coming into the MCU somehow. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a Doctor Strange two um, cameo. Yeah, multiverse thing. Yeah, he said no because he had already given uh, Professor X. Uh, a goodbye in Logan. Yeah, uh, and he told this wonderful story about their their him and Hugh Jackman were watching it at the premiere, and he hadn't seen it. He hadn't seen the whole thing yet, and so he's watching it. And spoiler alert: Professor X dies. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, everyone dies in that movie. Um, oh, Wolverine dies. Yeah, everyone dies in that movie. Um, oh. Fuck! <laughs> I thought it was all a dream. <laughs> well, so he says he's he's watching his character. He's watching this goodbye to this character, and he's trying to hold him in his tears. And he looks over at Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's crying. He's like, oh, "Okay, you can do it. Too. It's fine. You know, if this manly man can do it, you can do it too." Anyways, I think he I think he's put in uh, in an exorbitant more amount of care into Professor X than he ever did into into Picard. If, if that's how if 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 this new series is evident of how much he cares for that character, I don't think he ever did. 
That's a fair point, but I'm going to counter you by saying this. Uh-huh. I think that when he was doing the character in the original run, I yeah. think he cared and he was acting. And at a certain point, he got too many sniffs of his own farts, and he thinks he he thinks I don't think he differentiates Patrick Stewart and John Luke Picard. He thinks that there's enough of them that are, that are the same. Where because John Luke Picard is this well-read, intelligent, yeah, British, charismatic man. leader, and I think Patrick Stewart sees himself as that too. But he's kind of fucking stupid, <laughs> and so in the in this series, rather than Rather than do the thing, you know, every first year acting student is taught in college yep. to do your research about your character. And in this case, the research about your character is go watch some of your old episodes. Yeah. Like Ricardo Montalban, yeah. when he was when he was brought back on Star Trek II to be Khan, he watched uh his the Space Seed yep. over and over and over again so he could get the get voice back, back the and get back yeah. in the character. I don't think Patrick Stewart did any of that. I, I think, think he so. showed up on set and was like, "I'm, I am, pa- uh, I am Jean Luc Picard. I'm just gonna act." And yeah, yeah. you know, he got, he got his input to say, "I want my character to have a pit bull yep. with the cropped ears and everything." Even though fucking Earth would be way more advanced than this. Yep. Um, I want to be a wise admiral, and I want everyone around me to be a stupid asshole. Yep. Because I mean, we haven't even gotten into why we don't like it. No, really, and it's it's we don't even we, I don't think we have to. Uh, someone, someone, I I've, I read this in a review. It was this show is for people that don't like Star Trek, written by people who didn't see Star Trek. Yeah, very well said. Yeah. Uh, so it's just it's just real disappointing, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just a little. It's it's so. We're gonna go watch Deep Space Nine now. <laughs> I think you'll enjoy it. To get the taste out of my Guess mouth. Guess who has an appearance in the first episode of D Space Nine? Oh, no. Who? Patrick Stewart. Yeah, I know that. You know that? Yeah. Do you know? Because they they do the thing with, uh, they introduced D Space Nine in TNG, remember? No. Uh, the episode you're thinking of where Data, Data has dreams, you're thinking of that episode? Phantasms? Maybe. That episode is after DSB Space Nine already started. But they use the they use the TNG crew to hand off Deep Space Nine. They do the same thing in Voyager. Voyager starts on Deep Space Nine. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, any in any case, anyway, like the the tra- the show's trying to do so many things, and yeah. it's doing all these things, and it's completely losing sight of being a good telling a good story. Like it's trying to uh, cod- like canonize the J.J. Abrams movies. Yeah, by le- making legitimizing the we create a new timeline by making that those movies affect the normal Star Trek timeline. Yes. and I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, because everybody said, "Well, you can just ignore these; they're part of a new timeline." Like, no, they changed our Star Trek to make this happen. This is going to come back to bite us in the ass. And everybody said, "You're crazy." Well, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. <laughs> I'm always right. Yeah, and so they're they're doing that. That's very important to them. And John uh, Patrick Stewart wants to put in a very ham-fisted allegory about how Brexit and, Brexit and, and Trump, Trump are the worst. Yeah. So they were like, well, how do we do that? Oh, we'll make the Federation a bunch of xenophobic racists. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah a group of hundreds of planets and, and dozens and dozens of species. Yeah. Those are definitely xenophobes, you fucking morons. <laughs> and so they're trying to like do put all this shit in there 
that they've completely forgotten how to make an interesting story. Yeah, that's not just completely predictable. Because we're sitting there watching this, and when you if, if you listen to it, one of our clickers has called it. Called it, and we're you know when you say okay, this chick is going to be Data's daughter, and they're like, this is Data's daughter. Called it. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm over here. I was. I, I was we're yelling. watching the thing. I go, she's a twin. She's a twin. She's a twin. She's got that necklace on. She's a twin. Yeah. And then it's like, and then sure enough, they go, this is a symbol, and they get the kids get created as twins. I was like, she's a twin. I called it. <laughs> Click. Uh, it's just such a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I was watching the the Red Letter Media review on it, and at the end they're like, "It's just gonna, be, it's gonna be like the Romulans are creating, they're 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 using Borg part, they're using Borg parts to create super. It's gonna be Romulan Borg Android hybrids." And I'm just laughing my ass going, "It's the exact same thing I said when we were watching the thing." Yeah, it's uh, which is also that's that's in the the William Shatner books. Uh huh. There's a tech book- war. No, not Tech War. <laughs> the Return, yeah. uh, written by William Shatner. They bring back Picard. They bring back Kirk after the events of Generations using Romulan Borg technology. Huh. And it's just like if you're taking, if you're you're not you. They, well, they didn't read the, those. No, books. of course they didn't. But when you have plot points that are similar to a book written by William Shatner. You have done a bad job. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I love William Shatner, but he's an actor. He's yeah, not a he's writer. Not a very good director. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't like that. Should be on. If I were, that should be a checklist. Is this one one of the William Shatner books? Yeah, there is something like that. All right, cancel everything. <laughs> we're back to the drawing board. This is stupid. William Shatner wrote this. It's yeah, stupid. We were we were at dinner, and I, and I, my theory is that Alex Kurtzman and the writers of Star Trek. Star Trek Pickard um, watched Star Trek TNG yeah. in their youths at all, on and off, not as super super fans, but on and off and enjoyed it and have not gone back to it since then and are using their latent, the, the, the shitty latent memories that humans have about their childhoods yeah, yeah. Um, to where, write the show. Where it's just the literal boiled down essentials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ugh. Such a bad series. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you had to suffer through this. <laughs> There's only nine more episodes to go. Oh, no. we, we won't do season two unless unless it like takes a magical turn and becomes good. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I didn't do seasons two or three of Discovery, so. No. But you you didn't you watch them either, did you? No, no. I only watched them to record those commentaries, just yeah. like I'm only watching Pickard yeah. to record these commentaries. And also so that I can because I because people always act like a bitch when you say something sucks and like well you didn't you didn't watch it yeah like, I watched it yeah. it's terrible <laughs> it's fucking terrible yeah. well you didn't watch season two or three I didn't need to yeah. season one was so bad that I didn't want to go back to it yeah you understand like The Walking Dead if your show's not good enough to get me to the next season it's not a good show yeah so that's a great issue Tim thank you well here's what I don't get. People who don't understand analogies, uh-huh. you get into arguments on the internet and you try and make a comparison between things, and fucking no one ever gets it no, anymore. No, they don't. You give, you give not. Uh, it doesn't even have to be like a clever analogy, yeah. but you you put you put out an analogy and people are go, oh, well, those aren't the same at all. Like right now, there's this big push to to, to not allow 3D printed guns on the internet. Yeah, and yeah. I understand the motivations, but um, it's. 
Pandora's box. <laughs> you know, you're yeah, never going to yeah. get that stuff back. So people are like, we need, there's absolutely no reason why people should be able to download guns on the internet. And it's just like, there's absolutely no reason why people should be able to voice their opinions on the internet. Like, that's not the same thing at all. Like, yeah, yeah they're <laughs> analogies. It's an analogy. You're just too fucking stupid to understand it. And uh, the only analogy anybody seems to understand, to get is if you go like, you're basically, you're just Hitler. like Hitler. Yeah. I understand that analogy, but like anything with any more levels of subtlety, completely uh -huh. ridiculous. Like when the guy in Gab was going crazy about porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's saying that we, you know, we just, we shouldn't allow porn, kids to get to porn, you know, on the internet shouldn't allow free access to porn because kids might find it. And then I use the example like, oh, we shouldn't allow guns to exist because kids can find guns and that's bad. Yeah. It's just like, it's the same thing. Like, oh, that's totally different. Like, no, it's only totally different because you don't like porn and you do like guns. So yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> And all these people saying that you're somehow porn isn't speech. Like, how is porn not speech? Okay, so if I take a photo of a beautiful landscape, and then I take a photo of a wasteland because of bad oil, and I'm I'm using those as a comparison to say, look at what oil has done. Is that speech? Yes, that's speech. Okay, so now if I take a picture of a beautiful woman, and to show her beauty, is that oh, that's art, right? Yes, art speech. Yes. Okay, so if I take a picture of the same beautiful woman not wearing clothes, that's not speech. How is that not speech? <laughs> with clothes is, is speech somehow, and without is suddenly not I, art I, I, anymore? Some, some, people, some people would say even without the clothes, yeah, that's speech. But once there is... Uh, some nip? Some insertion. It doesn't even have to be insertion. They just don't want nude photos. Like, yeah, what are you yeah. going to do about the Venus de Milo or the David? Yeah. Like, this type of puritanism is what... I'll tell I'll tell you what what, what the, the, they'll blur it out in photos. But how do you blur out a statue in real life? You go fucking vandalize the well, thing. Well, so what I'm thinking of is uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah, uh, there was Assassin's Creed Origins and then Assassin's Creed um, subtitle the the one after one the Greek yeah. one. Anyways, both of them both of them utilized uh, eventually a sort of. Uh, like a museum mode. Yeah. Where, Cause like they had put in all the work to put in all this art and stuff in the game to make it, you know, realistic the game. So like the origins, you had all this Egyptian, cool Egyptian art. And it was like, it was like a museum mode where you would click through and you would like, Hey, there's this statue. We found, they found it in 1870 mm -hmm. and like all the history behind it. And like, here's Cleopatra. She's not wearing any, she's got her boobs out. So we censored it. Yeah, okay. That's, so, that, that's what, I mean. so that's in a video game, yeah. But but if you go to Venice, if you go to wherever the fuck the David is, yeah, it's right there with his big dick, well, his little dick yeah, yeah. dangling <laughs> all out there in your face. Like, what are you gonna do? Have a little? Have someone carve a marble fig leaf and glue it on top of that? Yes, that has been done in the past. It's I so. Anyway, that's that's the argument on porn. Yeah, but what yeah. the thing, the frustrating thing is that people don't understand analogies, so they just think like you're changing the subject, yeah. not realizing you're trying to make this parallel comparison. Yeah, I'm not talking about cars. Well, <laughs> uh, and it 
it drives me crazy. Like I think it must there must it must take a certain level of intellect to understand analogies. I remember being taught them in like the fifth in, grade in in, in uh, elementary school. Yeah. Similes and metaphor yeah. using like or as and not using like or as. Uh-huh. And I guess people didn't really process that. I guess not. I, that's probably why we're not allowed to take the SATs anymore because the SATs was all analogies. Yeah, and you had to know this what, is to this as this, this is, is to, to that. This. Yeah. yeah. And but I guess we're not teaching that level of of logical reasoning anymore. So those now the ACT doesn't have anything like that. Yeah, because it's all it's all just reading, yeah, yeah. reading comprehension, math, you know, stuff that is very quantifiable yes. as opposed to having to use any kind of deductive reasoning, where you the actual process of thinking, which is what they're supposed to be teaching you to do in school. Now they're just teaching you. Okay, take your calculator and punch these numbers in, and now you have an answer. And on the now, now, you, now you can be in the workforce. You select A, B, C. Yeah, now you can be in the workforce. You don't need to think if you're in the workforce. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, that's a larger that's a larger issue. We're not teaching critical thinking and reasoning. We're not getting people who can solve their own problems. I remember um, in second or third grade, uh, I was I was one of the kids that was in the. Um, like the advanced class, gifted and talented, gifted and talented. That's what, like, which they would. Oh man, can you imagine uh, that still being the name of that class t- today, in this day and age? Yeah. Oh, there would be such an uproar. Yeah. Uh, but it was, but it was also, yeah, it was, it was. That's the kind of stuff that we were taught. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I, I was in one of those classes. Like, but I think I was in one of those classes. Um, because they figured out that my brain's not wired correctly. Yeah, it's not that you were super. Not, not that you're a super genius. It's just that you're not thinking like the other kids. So you must be a super genius. Actually, actually. So when I was in the second grade, they, uh, they they were convinced that I had ADHD. Uh-huh. Or, no, it was ADD at the time. Yeah, yeah. And so they put me through all these fucking tests to you know to say you're you have ADD. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, it ended up coming through. Part of all this battery of test was an IQ test, and I was yeah. like a one forty something. That's that's what I yeah that's what I was. And uh, and they're like, oh, he's just a lot fucking smarter than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to my teacher, yeah, basically, which was very funny. Then then they put me in the gifted and talented classes, and I got in there, but I was the same level of disruptive because yes, while I'm very smart, I'm also not wired like a smart kid. Yeah, I'm wired. I'm wired like a. Uh, battering ram. Yes. You know, <laughs> if I can't solve the problem quickly, I'm going to solve the problem with force. <laughs> and uh, so I never got al- I never got along with the other kids in the gifted and talented classes. Yeah. Because I was always we were always on a totally different wavelength. Yeah. Of, I I think that like there's a there's something underlying in my system that just ain't that just has to misbehave, <laughs> and everybody in the gifted and talented classes was all the kiss ass brown noser kids yeah. that I absolutely despised, yeah. and so to I rebelled against it. I can't <laughs> be like you. Yeah, we, we would you. not have been friends no. in, in elementary school. No, and I mean even the people that were still like that in high school, they're like, oh, you, you're like one of us. You're smart like one of us. Yeah. And then there's like, oh wow, you're not like us at all. <laughs> no. I'm like a rock star. You're a nerd and I'm a rock star. But only in my own mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so you're talking about the gifted and talented class and how they taught us analogies. They I remember like I remember being in that room and like, like the 
learning, like the books we would learn from would be about logic and critical thinking. And yeah, all I this. remember doing all kinds yeah. of logic problems and yeah. that kind of stuff. And now looking back, I wonder why, why didn't you just teach that to the, every kid? Yeah. Like, I, I get it. There are definitely morons out there who yeah, can't yeah, figure yeah. it out. But I feel like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy when you go, oh, you guys are too stupid to understand yep. this man, this logic problem. I think that's just how how schools have now end, ended up where they are now. To where it's just a, a sh- cattle drive, shuttle them through and sit, get them into the workforce as quickly as possible. Yeah, like 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 you said, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy where like, Oh well, you're you're too dumb to even know about division, so uh, we won't teach it to you for another three years. Yeah, where I was learning long, I was doing long division in first grade. Were you really? Yeah, because well, because in the gift and or oh. second, maybe second grade, because because I was in the the gift and talented class, and that's yeah. what we were like. The gift and talented class wasn't it was it was not because like oh you're really good at math, so we're gonna put you in here. It was oh you 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 clearly are you know, above. You should be in fourth grade. Yeah, you're learning stuff at a different. Rate. I'm really, I'm really glad they never skipped any grades with me because everyone that I knew I, that skipped grades was a total social retard. Yes, I mean, to be honest, I was, I, I was kind of socially retarded. Yeah, because, but not because I skipped a grade, but it was because I was, it was almost like I had because I was younger than everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Because you, you, have a- I was 16 when we started senior year. Yeah. <laughs> You were sixteen when we started. I was sixteen year? when we started senior year. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Whereas there was kids that there was there were kids that were eighteen when we started senior, senior year. year. Yeah. yeah. The um it's kind of the opposite of my sister. My sister was uh they wouldn't let her into the four year old program because she was three, but her birthday's in November. Mm-hmm. So she would have turned four while she was there. Yeah. And they wouldn't let her into the four year old program because she was gonna turn five. Oh yeah, so, or they they yeah no no then they led her into the the four year old program even though she was turning five yeah. so she's always been a year older than all of her classmates yeah yeah uh but yeah so we're not teaching kids analogies we're not teaching these critical thinking things and then people get on the internet and they think they're fucking smart and they're not and they just drive everyone crazy by not not being able to take part in an argument yeah and yet they still they're they have to pick the fights and it's. It's just one thousand percent annoying, and it makes you it makes you wish for another Holocaust, <laughs> like not a hol- not a Holocaust based on race or anything, yeah. but based on IQ. Like if you're under a hundred, uh, we're killing you. You're not allowed to have kids, and we're killing you. I mean, can you think about what a better place the world would be if everyone had a hundred plus IQ? Yeah, I mean, I've. It's it's one of the, like you 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 are one to voice that opinion. I've never voiced that that opinion that I do have, but yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> see, we're, we're wired very differently. <laughs> but but also similarly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've. I mean, what's there's my one of my favorite uh, bits of South Park humor. That not that I love South Park, but um, is uh, Cartman talking about nine eleven being an inside job. Yeah, and then uh. And then Kyle calls him a retard, and yeah. Carmen says, "Oh, you think I'm retarded? Did you know that 25 percent of of Americans think the 9/11 was an inside job? Are you calling 25 percent of Americans retarded? Yes, yes. I, there are yes, four of us there's here. There's four of us here. One of us is a retard. That's 25 <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh, do you think Space 9/11 was an inside job? 
Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. There's no way it's not an inside job with with the way that show's the, being how written. How terribly this show's being written. Yeah. I. You think you think the same guy's gonna play um, Bruce Maddox? Bruce Maddox. Yeah. That was a really weird addition, but weird. Yeah, they're trying can. to do as much of the Android stuff as possible. So they're like, who is the bad guy in that Measure of a Man episode? Uh-huh. Riker? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, oh Dick. Guy. It was Dick. <laughs> it was Dick. <laughs> uh, speaking of Maddox, it uh, looks like his, his latest podcast venture has gone under. What was that? Godzilla versus Podcast Zero. He announced oh, the one. Like, it was the one he had with his girlfriend or something? With a girl that he wanted to date. Oh, but, that's... Yeah, that's even worse. <laughs> uh, like in in October, they were like, "Oh yeah, we're traveling for the holidays and whatnot, so we won't be back until January of next year." And so January is almost over. <laughs> has been a new episode. Yikes! The other only other show on his network is hasn't had an episode in three months. Man, yikes! You know it's not hard. <laughs> It's not hard. You just come and sit down and you talk into a microphone and then you edit it and put it on the internet. Yeah. Literally anyone can do it. L- yeah, and a lot of people do it and a lot of people do it to no one. A lot of people do it to no and one. And still have fun. And still have a lot of fun. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Fortunately, we don't do it to no one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wish I wish we could get that logic. I wish school was about learning things that matter. Yeah. Because- you know, we joke about how we didn't learn finance classes and we didn't learn this and we didn't learn that in school. Yeah. But everything that I see with my younger siblings, it just shows that school is getting worse and not better. Yeah. And yet teachers couldn't be more up their own ass about what a hard job <laughs> they have. Like, you can't fucking teach my siblings to not be huge tools. Yeah. And yet you deserve a raise. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. You can't. You can't teach math. You can't teach reading. You can't teach finance. You can't teach logic. You can't. No, it's just, you know, yep. don't shit in your pants. <laughs> uh, don't cause violence against one another and always 100% obey authority. Yep. yep. And go to college because, you you know, you're so fucking stupid. We can't teach you math, but you absolutely need to get into huge amounts of debt yeah. to get a college degree yeah. to teach you more not useful information. Ugh. I went and visited my protégés, my co- the people who succeeded me in my position in college yes. this weekend. And uh, it's nice to see because they were they were kind of like wide eyed and and. uh Un- unsure of themselves and hopeful when I left, and I was just like, "Well, good luck to you." And I come back, and they're both—they've both got a little bit of the rage in them. They don't—they uh-huh. don't have the same amount of rage, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they've got it. It's—it's it's there. And I'm just like, "All right, good. You need that. <laughs> Everybody needs a little bit. They need—they need to—they need to know that they have it. Yeah. Because if you don't know that you have it, you'll never use it. Yeah. That's my issue. People who don't understand analogies, or uh, for as an analogy to that, fucking morons. <laughs> Tim, what's, uh, oh, it's middle of the episode. Yeah, it is. Oh, that means it's time for... This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Well, our first news story comes from Detroit. Rock City. Land of the automobiles, right? Yeah. One of those automobiles is the 2020 Chevrolet Get down. Corvette Stingray. Have you seen this thing? Uh, I haven't seen the it. It looks like a Corvette. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, it's 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 getting like it's getting up there in popularity. People are really 
really hyped for this car. Um, well, here's the thing. Uh, it's Detroit, so... Uh, Rock City. So the car is not even available for sale. No. <laughs> and yet, somehow, someone has stolen stolen the wheels from one of them. Because, <laughs> you know, Detroit. Ah, Rock City. <laughs> uh. um, yeah, I love that someone someone has, like, this guy must work at, like, must work for, like, Chevy or uh, it's a, a showroom car a or something. A showroom car or something. And got got his brand new, not even on the market yet, Corvette wheels stolen. That's embarrassing. Yeah. How is it not on the market yet if it's 2020? I believe it's coming. It's like it's coming out very soon. So it's a half year model, 2020 and a half. Uh, yes. Yeah. I was I was I was weird that cars came out the year before. Yeah. So that that car is on sale the whole year of 2020. Well, yeah, but you could do like December 31st and not like April. Whatever. Anyways, um, Tab, what, what would you call, for a next new star, what would you call the most uh, terrifying underwater creature? What would, what, what would you say is the Giant most Giant squid. Uh, what, was the, what is the most common terrifying underwater? Anglerfish. <laughs> most, I think most people would say shark. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess if you're a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, in northern Australia and New Guinea... Uh, these sharks, these new sharks, are uh, striking fear into the hearts of people because they have laser beams on their heads. No, because they have legs. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> see, I knew. You see, see. If I say shark, you think I'm not. I'm nowhere near water. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. But as soon as I told you they have legs, you immediately like backed up. Like, oh shit, that's what are they right now? Kicking the shit out of people. Um, I just imagine that robot chicken sketch like Jaws and the sharks at the the big meeting like oh, I think we should let it go. <laughs> um, well, I wouldn't say they have legs. They have um, these sharks are they they're they're sharks that have been using their fins to walk. Okay, um, that's, that's far less worrying. <laughs> you just imagine like human legs grafted onto yeah, a shark. Yeah, I was like, uh, if that's terrifying for you, I would recommend the classic Junji Ito manga Gyo. That's G Y O Gyo, which is all about um, uh, zombie fish with robot legs attacking people. Okay, um, great, great piece of work. Um, I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and write that down. <laughs> um, but yeah, so apparently uh, these these sharks they walk on their fins, and I mean it's only it's only a matter of time. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming. They're for using us. seaweed, making a beachhead. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah, ca- ca- well, they're- tra- capturing a small amount of of oxygen and seaweed and kelp. We will we will create a breathing apparatus out of seaweed and kelp. Maybe an hour, hour forty five. We got taste for lion now, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Australia, the land down under. Yeah, I've got a news story that was sent to me. A woman died while taking part in a cake eating competition to celebrate Australia Day in Sydney. Uh huh. Paramedics were called to a pub in the state of Queen Queensland on Sunday afternoon after a woman was involved in a quote medical incident. Uh, public broadcaster ABC reported the 60-year-old had a seizure after she shoveled, quote, shoveled a lamington in her mouth. I don't know what a lamington is. 
Uh, Lamington's a tra- now I do know what a Lamington is. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to scroll past that ad. Yeah. Lamington's a traditional Australian dessert or cube shaped sponge cakes dipped in chocolate and covered in grated coconut. The woman was rushed to the hospital and later died. She was a contestant in the Beach House Hotel's annual Australia Day Lamington and Meat Pie Eating Contest. That's great. In a post on Facebook, management and staff offered their, quote, deepest condolences, unquote, to the woman's friends and family. We acknowledge and thank our supportive patron staff and the Queensland Ambulance Service for their prompt and professional response while this tragic incident was unfolding, the post said. The hotel staff have been offered professional support while our thoughts remain firmly with the family at this challenging time. Police said the deaths were not suspicious and report and a report would be prepared for the by the coroner. You know what it doesn't say in this article? What? Who won? <laughs> you know what? That's what uh, I want to know. That hotel place should sue that lady's family for uh, making, bad advertising for making them uh, um, have a making them witness a death. Yeah, they should. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, fucking chew, bitch. <laughs> well, um, next we're gonna go to Amazon. Amazon's always in the news, and uh, I'm not saying I uh, predicted this or anything, but if you go back to, uh, I believe it's episode 86. That's a while ago. Um, That's a m- far more than a year ago. It's 80-something. It's in the late 80s, if it's not 86. Um, I did a write-up uh, for the episode about Amazon, and uh, I, I sort of, uh, um, I guess I looked into the future, our future with Amazon, and how Amazon is... A, will eventually um, own you so bad that you uh, your, your name will be Toby. <laughs> yeah, you'll be a, you'll be a, you'll be a living Amazon wage slave. Yeah. Um, and one of the measures that they will take is that uh, they will only accept their own Amazon card. And eventually that Amazon card will be linked to your um, uh, your uh, hospital and your your uh, insurance and your medical account and eventually you'll just be actual actually paying in blood yeah um well it turns out <laughs> amazon it was either already working on it or they read that and decided that was a great idea because um technology giant amazon is working to allow customers to connect their credit card information directly to their hands yeah, that's not going to go poorly at all. Uh, the company has reportedly begun wor- working with Visa on testing out the on testing out terminals, uh, like Amazon terminals. Um, it's it's basically the years, the decades old Republican, uh, uh, crazy Republican uh, conspiracy theory that the government would implant RFID chips into our skin so they could track us. Yeah. And uh, ideas and monitor us. Uh, Amazon said, "Well, let's give that a go." Um, so yeah, it's looking like uh, on a long enough time time frame, everybody's always right. They've, they've, they've so like I said, they reportedly have begun working with Visa, and they've discussed it with Mastercard, JP Morgan, Ch- JP Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, and Synchrony Financial. Um, it, it You're not putting up, that thing inside of me. I'll tell yeah. you that. So it's following up on a patent that they filed for a non-contact biometric identification system that uses a hand scanner, um, a palm scanner. So how long uh, until it's Gattaca, and it it just Gattaca, like Gattaca, Gattaca pricks your thumb and sucks your blood out to take your your money. I mean, because like, look, if a uh, if if 2016's Doom 
video game is anything to go by. All you gotta do is rip a man's hand off and use his palm to activate the scanner, and it'll let you inside the the door. The door. Yeah, or like, say you're at the store. Yeah, you're buying some stuff, and uh, you you get everything rung up, and they're like, "All right, that'll be." And then you just grab a dude, slam his hand against the scanner. His his car gets charged. You snatch all the stuff yep. up, and you run away. Or um, like. How easy to be like, hey, like like you stand outside a Walmart or whatever. High five, and you scan everyone's <laughs> card and yep. chips. Yep. You've got a scanner in your wrist. and you're High five. High five. Beep. Or like you put one on your back, and you're like, free hugs. And the guy gives you a hug, <laughs> and you scan his thing. You're yeah. like, trying to make the world a better place. Yeah. Uh, well, I got one last news story coming from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Have you heard of the penis man, Tab? I am the penis man. Oh, my God. God, no. Uh, so the the Phoenix Arizona penis man has oh, been the Phoenix Arizona penis man. Yeah, oh, I'm not the Phoenix Arizona <laughs> penis man. Sorry. I... Um. So for the last couple of weeks, um, the... what, what what union did you think I joined? <laughs> um, for the last couple of weeks, the penis man has been terrorizing Phoenix Arizona with his graffiti. Um. So I, I we we almost read this as a news story the other week, but uh, update, they caught him. Oh yeah. Uh, so this guy is graf- just graffitis his name all around town. Yeah, his name uh, is his name Dick. I don't. I'm not sure. We'll 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 find out. Um. But yeah, he he does it across porta potties. He does it on uh, on uh, university dorm uh, buildings, uh, businesses, public equipment. Uh, he will do it on a park, landmarks, whatever. Um, he even tagged Tempe, Arizona's municipal building. Uh, and I guess once you hit home turf, they've had enough. Uh, they declared war on him. I'm declaring war on penis men in the community. Basically. Um, and just, this is breaking news, really. They just arrested him, uh, he was arrested by 25 heavily armed SWAT officers. Mind you, this man's not like a serial killer or, oh. a, or even a, a murderer, you know, a one person murderer or like a, um, a guy who's a called drug a bomb threat or something. Or, yeah, a terrorist. He's a, he's a graffiti artist. And you just don't like his name. If his name was Banksy, you'd be uh, shitting yourself with all the free art you get around. You'd be town. putting them. You'd be putting them in plaques and inviting people to come to your city. But because he called himself the Penis Man, which, by the way, penis is the anatomically correct, the medically and anatomically and scientifically correct term for a wang. Yeah. Uh, or a dong. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you don't like it. Yeah. Uh, Would you prefer he called himself Johnson? Yeah. So the bad news to have his name was not Dick. Was his name Wiener? It was Dustin, though. His name Dustin was Dustin Schlong. Dustin Schomer. Oh. You were very close. Uh, but yeah, they, they arrested him. Um, RIP Phoenix, Arizona Penis Man. The penis Man has fallen flat. <laughs> His reign of terror has uh, come, come to an to end. An end. Uh, well, this has been. The Réseau Nouvelle Rikida, définitivement pas de fausse nouvelle. Well, Tim, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know it doesn't take care of? What? Uh, getting a thicker door to stop the SWAT team from knocking in my door. <laughs> uh, 
And if you want to help with that endeavor, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash or newproject2.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for- Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And at both places, we have four tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our two buck tier, where we throw some of the random bits and bobs uh, that we do now and again. And boy, is there a shitload of them. Just a <laughs> metric shitload of Star Trek content coming in February. So that's going to be, if you're a $1 tier member and you like Star Trek, February is going to be a great month to bump it up. And then yep. if you want to bump back down after all the stuff's coming gone. <laughs> then finally, then we have our five bucks here. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get where we drop the hate and talk about what's great. And finally, we have our 10 buck tier where you, the fans, submit a movie. You vote and decide what we're going to watch, and we sit down and watch it. I haven't checked the winners on the voting yet, but uh, it it's uh, what is it? John Wick three, Zandali, uh, and there were two more that I don't remember. Universal Soldier, something of Reckoning, Day of Reckoning, yeah, Day of Reckoning, and there was one more, yeah. which I don't recall off the top of my head. But uh, visit, go vote. That voting is open on the Discord. It might be closed by the time this episode airs, but we'll find out. And uh, yeah, thank you for supporting the show. We really, really appreciate it. But uh, let's get back into some issues. Here's what I don't get, Tim. Other Mustang drivers. Uh-huh. been driving a Mustang now for about two months, and yeah. uh, let me tell you, it's hell on earth. <laughs> because Mustang drivers are the biggest bunch of faggots on the face of the planet. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Completely agree. <laughs> I... So I feel like I'm in the same situation I was in when I drove a pickup truck. Yeah, yeah. Where I was dealing constantly with truck guys. Yep. They were like, oh, yeah, my truck, my big old truck. Got to me in there. Except now I'm getting it from Mustang guys. Like, I can't. Got to me in there. I can't just drive down the road yeah. and set my, I'm driving on the highway, right? Yeah. Cruise control set. That's the way I drive on the highway. I set the cruise control. I pick my speed and I go it. And I keep like I'll pass a guy in a Mustang, and it's an older Mustang, or maybe it's a newer Mustang, and I'm going slightly faster than him because that's the speed I decided to go yeah. 15 minutes ago, 15 miles ago, yep. when he I just got like, on yeah. the highway. And he's yeah. like, Well, what in the hell is this? <laughs> and, to get up beside me, and I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> you need, you need, you the- think you're better than me because you got a GT and I got a V6? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you need like a like a scrolling strip of text in the back of your in, in the back of the uh, the window. The, well, you don't it have just a says, I don't care. Or like, yeah, I'm not like I'm not deliberately going faster than you. I'm on cruise control. Yeah, just a light. That's how the, all cars need a beacon yeah. that like lights up on on your running lights or something. Your running lights change color. To let other drivers know you're on cruise control as opposed to not on cruise control. Yeah, yeah. So they understand. Like I didn't I didn't see you and I was like, oh, this guy's in a Mustang. Well, I gotta go faster than him. Oh, he had his green lights on though. Oh, he's green lights on. He's on cruise control. Yeah. Or orange or blue yeah. or anything. Yeah. Anything. Fucking anything. <laughs> uh maybe a rainbow light that tells what speed you're going. How yeah. cool would that be? Nice. Uh super queer. <laughs> all for it uh it's it's like i joined this i joined this mustang discord uh-huh just to kind of look around yeah, yeah yeah and i found out that there's like this huge rivalry in the mustang enthusiast community oh between like different model years 
Because there's the Mustang, which is the first few years up until like 1974. Yeah. And then there's then there's the Mustang Two, which is like 74 to 84, and then. Yeah. 84 to 94 is the Fox body, and then 94 to 2004 is the SN95, and then 05 to 2010 or something, 2011 is the S197, which is what I have, and now they have the S550. That's the current model. Yeah. Well, the SN95 guys think they're the hottest shit on earth. <laughs> and it's just like, the only reason why anybody liked that model year, the Mustang, was because it didn't look like the Fox Body Mustangs, yeah, yeah, yeah. which looked like shit. Uh, but God damn, are they fags. I mean, they are just intolerably annoying with their stupid car stuff and they're like yeah well my you know my gt uh uh really the uh the new s the 550s are, are better horsepower wise uh, the even the gts are kind of a slouch and it's like hey i'm hey man i don't know if you know this but um i'm not i'm not a race car driver <laughs> i just drive to work yeah i don't need six million pounds of torque <laughs> Did you say six million pounds of torque? Yes, I did. Uh, I just want. I just want when I think, hey, you know, it'd be fun going 130 miles an hour. I want to be able to do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I want it to be a lot easier than it was in my Honda Accord <laughs> <laughs> or Kia Rio. I got that car up over 100 miles an hour. It, took, it was a. It was I was a, there. Yeah, I know. We're, <laughs> we were both in the car, a little four cylinder Kia Rio, and it, it, we're going up and down these hills and had to use the acceleration of a downhill. But finally, we got that fucker over 100 miles an hour. We had to like kind of like push it forward with our bodies. <laughs> yeah. Blow on the windshield. Yeah. Um, but we did it. We did it, by God. In this car, I can get over 100 miles an hour like it's nobody's fucking business. It, it's all in what you earn. But yeah, they are just, they are just the biggest group of tools. My proteges, both of them also drive Mustangs. This is the, it was crazy. One of them drives the slightly the SN95 body yeah, style, yeah. also silver, also a convertible. And I was just like, "What is happening?" <laughs> it's it's, it's got to be something about the profession. sound guys. Yeah, yeah, it probably is. It's a. Uh, I just I really I can't deal with it. My I have that neighbor. You saw him today. Yeah, top yeah. down. Beautiful day for a top-down drive. I don't, I don't blame him for that. Yep. But a couple weeks ago, he parked next to me. Mm-hmm. He does not live on the same side. I no. live, we live on opposite sides of the, yeah. of the parking lot. It is. He just parked next to me. He he parked where I normally park. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you trying to prove? <laughs> like, yeah. my Mustang doesn't have in giant fucking letters on the, on the windshield American muscle Mustang, to look yeah, like a yeah. douchebag. <laughs> I also don't have a lousy sticker over my gas cap with the running horse so if one of us is a faggot it's definitely you <laughs> uh yeah your car, his car looks nice it's in great shape it's a newer one i, I assume it's probably like a 2015 I, you 2016. know what i've never i don't i rarely see mustangs in that color in black yeah oh i see them all the time really yeah people do black and then they'll black them out they'll replace all the headlights and taillights with smoke lenses so during the day it's a black on black on black car it's always they red badass. blue White, yeah. You're not. You're not. I've. I. I have noticed a disproportionate amount of Mustangs since owning one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that happens to everybody when they have a car. Yeah, it happens to everyone. Yeah, yeah. The. The other thing. So, it's kind of. It, it's reminded me of why I hated Mustangs for a while. So when I was in middle school, I really wanted one. I really wanted the exact, exact car I have now, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then I got into college, and my first year in college, I lived in campus apartments. Yep. 
and good old uh, Brown. Thanks for doxing me, Tim. <laughs> uh, yeah, I literally uh, doxed the place you lived for one year, five, seven years, seven ago. years ago. <laughs> anyway, uh, it was the complex that I was in was where all the Ford students lived. Uh-huh. So it always smelled of patchouli. Nice. But a lot of them, I guess, would come to the United States and they'd buy Mustangs. There were like 11 Mustangs in my lot. Yeah, my roommate owned a Mustang, and I could always tell his car. I could hear his car very differently from the <laughs> others, mostly because he didn't drive like a huge tool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but they would they would literally sit in the parking lot at night and just rev their engines, <laughs> and then go out and go around the block and come back in the parking lot and sit there. And it made me so crazy that I for I went through a period of about five years where I was just like, I despise Mustangs. Huh. Maybe it was four years. I think it was about yeah. four yeah. years, yeah. three or four years. I despise Mustangs. Hmm. Uh, I hate these cars. They are for small penis losers. St- <laughs> I mean, I still kind of think that. I think that a lot of guys are compensating yeah. for them. Yeah. Not me. I'm, I'm penis man. <laughs> but I really started to resent them because of the owner's. And then yeah, we, me too. The, <laughs> <laughs> and then we rented one to go to drive Route sixty six. Yeah, and it reignited my love affair with the car. Nice, uh, because it you know it was just it, everything that I imagined driving one was driving that that car. Yeah, and so when I it came time to buy a car this time, when I couldn't find the car that I wanted, I was like, well, what's the car that I always wanted? And this one kind of fell into my lap. I you know, I if if this one hadn't come around, I probably would wait another three or four months to buy a car. Hmm. So, you know that's that's the story. Yeah. But the drive the drivers can be so intolerable. Like every fucking one of them wants to has to go to rip out the exhaust system and put in one that is just obnoxiously loud. Like my car, when you when you really give it gas, yeah, it makes noise. Yeah. But when you're just sitting idling, it's a pretty quiet car. It is. Yeah. When you're just driving down the streets, it's a pretty quiet car. I imagine driving a long highway drive. Be very comfortable. Yeah. I imagine driving a long highway drive in some of these Mustangs that are like, brah, 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 brah. <laughs> uh, just driving down 169 at 45 yeah, yeah. miles an hour. I imagine driving that brah, all the way to California would make you want to kill yourself. <laughs> To the point where I I I looked I look I've looked at exhaust systems because yeah, I was like, yeah. can I get something that's a little more this got a little more rumble? Yeah, whistle some whistle tips. Not whistle tips. That it has like a little Maybe more. Go, woo woo. A, <laughs> that has a little more rumble and throatiness to it, but yeah. it's not obnoxiously loud. And so I'm looking around, and I found one system that's crazy expensive, like two thousand dollars. But it's it's electronically controlled, and you can go in and like for highway driving, long distance driving, set it so it's a lot quieter. Oh, nice! I'm like, who would want this? <laughs> oh, everybody who has a douchebag loud exhaust yeah, and yeah, also yeah, yeah. wants to do. I mean, it's called a GT for grand touring. It's supposed to be a touring car, so you can drive all over yeah, the country. Yeah, yeah. But then these guys put these fucking obnoxiously loud exhaust systems on them, and they become a car that you don't want to drive anywhere. The, like I was I was parking my car on the street the other day. Parking on the street in parallel parking. Get out of the car. Guy passes by me in a Mustang and he as he right as yeah, he gets beside yeah. me. And I was just like, fucking really? And then he, he had these like tape on decals on his taillights. And I don't remember what they said, but there were two words on each taillight. Like, 
You're the biggest douchebag on the face <laughs> of the planet. And then everybody, uh, Kevin inside and everybody's like, just that guy, he barked at you. Like, <laughs> like another Mustang owner. I was like, yeah, that's why I kind of hate driving this car. Just a little bit. It's not enough to really yeah, yeah, to be yeah. a deal breaker, but it's just enough where I'm like, God, I, you know, one of these days I might shoot one of you. <laughs> Do you want to say anything else, anything else that's like rude about me, but in a snide voice? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I got enough in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, I can't, I have like every channel muted in this discord, except for the server general, which I, I think I'm going to end up muting. There's a car. <laughs> There's a car. Holy shit. Here's one. Uh, a coupe that's less than what I spent. Oh, but it's 187,000 miles. That's why. See, that's why I have this this thing to be able to look at this stuff. Cars for sale. Then there's they have, but I have everything muted except for the S one ninety seven chats and yeah, the yeah. server general. The server general is just filled with people like posting cars and being like, yeah, no, not even a fucking match for a V an O four V six. So I don't even know why people would drive that kind of car. <laughs> it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, and then it'll be from guys like, yeah, I used to have one, but I sold it so I could get a minivan. But I still want to live the lifestyle. It's like you, you need to kill yourself and your kids. Uh, I get a lot of compliments though. We you had a, we had a lady shout at us the other day. Yeah, we were yeah, driving. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I like your car. And I was like, thank you. And I took the turn. It's like I, I like I like things that get me compliments. Yeah, because men don't get them a lot. Like yeah, I have the, yeah. the jacket that I wear. Yeah. I, get, I was at the Apple store when I was doing the iPad purchase thing, and a customer service associate, pretty cute girl, makes her way across the store, and she's like, "Hi, I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you, but I just want to tell you, I love your jacket." And I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> and then the associate that's helping me, she also is like, "Yeah, that is a really nice jacket." And then they have a conversation about my jacket, like I'm not there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, this is kind of weird. <laughs> 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 These are things that can only happen to me. Is is weird? Is like like a dog? Like uh, yeah. It, it was it was it was very bizarre. And then we went right back into business. Huh. People like the car though. It's a cool car. You should, you should get a giant version of your jacket. <laughs> for your Mustang as a car cover. <laughs> yeah, for your Mustang. <laughs> Uh, or get a, a giant wrap, like a decal wrap, of you wearing your jacket. <laughs> I'm going to get myself printed as a decal put on the on the hood. You on know, the hood, like yeah. hands in the pockets, yeah, like yep, standing yep, real cool, and then yep. have that printed on the hood. Yeah. Whose car is that? Oh, that's that guy's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's intolerable. It's intolerable. But. On the plus side, on the plus side, I will say this about other Mustang owners. They're all obsessive about like dicking around with their cars. So it's so easy to find out how to fix things yeah, yeah, yeah. and and do little projects because there's a forum post or a YouTube video or something on anything I want to do. Oh, you wanna change out you wanna pull out your whole dash? Well, here's a quick two minute tutorial on how to do that. Like, cool. That's what I need. Two, that's all the time I have. I got to go back to jerking off my tiny penis because <laughs> I'm a Mustang owner. Yep. <laughs> well, Tim, what's your second issue this week? Uh, here's what I don't get. Uh, well, I would tell you what I don't get, but it's, it's too soon for me to talk about it. Oh, too soon. It just happened. 
Yeah. So we can we we can't talk about it until the uh, agreed upon social normative time, which is what, which is nothing. I've I've heard people make too soon jokes about Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> like last year or something, and I get that it was played for a joke, but uh, so yeah, people don't like to mix death and humor, which uh is uh just. Kind of my, baffling. Baffling and wrong, I would uh, say. Yeah, definitely wrong. I know that everyone grieves in different ways, but they should all be open to humor about it. Yeah, of course. If you uh, can't laugh, what can you do? Exactly. And what is, what is the, like, if you're feeling sad, what's the one thing you want? Is to feel Donuts? happy again. Oh, because, Sorry, I was on a totally different wavelength. Well, there. I mean, donuts is one way to feel happy. Another way to feel happy is by laughing. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's I agree. Are you talking about the Kobe Bryant thing? A little bit. That's what, that's kind of, that's kind of what sparked it. Yeah. Uh, Everybody's saying it's too soon to make jokes. Make about jokes him. about him. Yeah. And now, if you're making jokes about him just to say, "Ha ha, he's dead." I mean, that's I'm not. Dang that's, Dong, that's, the rapist dead. Which rapist? Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Dang Dong, the wicked rapist is dead. Like that? No, but... Uh, what if I called him a naker? <laughs> oh, boy. Fucking nakers! <laughs> Man, that lady really messed up. Yeah, she too. really fucked that one up. <laughs> um, Goddamn nakers coming yeah. in here. I would le- never let a naker date my daughter. <laughs> I'm getting real close to him. Are you worried? Are you worried? Yeah, yeah. There's been two episodes since Isaac was on, so I don't know how long that pass is going to count for. <laughs> you turn it over. Pass only good for 48 hours. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, I, just, I wouldn't call Isaac a naker, though. No, no. No. You never call a naker a naker to their face. <laughs> you only call them a naker after they're dead. Yeah. Well, you, you can call them your naker, but, you know. Naker? Yeah. Um... Fucking nakers. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was it was partially brought on by the Kobe thing, but I mean, like, when is it not too soon? You know, the question is not a good question. No, because it's like, is it when is it too soon for someone that that didn't know who the person was and frankly didn't doesn't care? Yeah, who how how, how soon is too soon for? Um, that person's direct, you know, that person's family immediate immediate yeah. family member, you know. It the 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 question changes, the question and answer changes on who you are. So, well, that's the thing is like people will still be bent out of shape about shit years and years later. Oh yeah, just yeah. like fucking lighten up. Yeah, he's he was a naker. Now he's dead. Everyone's happy. <laughs> he was a naker and a rapist. Yeah, and and the Kobe Bryant stuff really pisses me off personally. The, it's only it's because, only made worse by the celebrity culture. Yeah, the celebrity culture is the worst part of it because, like, he died because he didn't fill up his his helicopter up. And why was he in a helicopter? Oh, so he could avoid traffic. Like, talk about wealthiest one percent. And then they bring up the oh, it's too. There was a there was a child involved. Like. Who the fuck cares? We're not making fun of the kid. I'll make fun of the kid. Yeah, she's he, the daughter of a naker. <laughs> <laughs> and the only thing worse than a naker is the children of nakers. 
wouldn't you say that it, the 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 thing that would worse than that would be mixing forty acres and a mule? <laughs> My naker. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> oh man. Uh. <laughs> oh boy. Where were we? Uh, in trouble. <laughs> That's where we were. I'm just saying a, l- a word the lady made up on TV. I'm not. <laughs> man. What's the statute of limitations on calling someone the N-word after they Because <laughs> I think that lady was definitely too soon. Yeah. People make too soon jokes about the Holocaust. It's it's just, it's just, it's virtue signaling. Yeah. And it's just a way to be like, I'm better than you because I'm not making this joke. It's like, yeah, but you're worse than me because you're pointing out that I'm making this joke. Okay. I don't understand the logic on that, but. Um, because. The person that is making the joke is being true to themselves versus the person that's virtue signaling gotcha. is trying to win points. Yeah. Like a guy who makes who the peop the guy the guy who drew the picture of the of the Grim Reaper tossing oh, yeah, yeah. the helicopter uh-huh. and shouting, Kobe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that guy was being true to himself yep. and only trying to make a joke yep. for his own Im- amusement. But the people that are like, that's completely insensitive are trying to let everyone else know that they don't think that was funny enough. Because yes. if it was funny enough, they'd they, be like, they complain. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Yeah. That's really what he would would have wanted. Yeah, the, there's the whole like it's the whole reason that uh Too soon. Too soon. Too man. soon. <laughs> that that subreddit was created was it uh I'm going to hell for this. Yes. Remember that? Yeah, I do. It's the only reason that there's a bunch of too soon jokes. Yeah. Um I'd be I'd be I'd be one hundred percent for it if we could set it if there was like a, a Codified, yeah. agreed upon thing. Yeah. You tell me the agreed upon time. Forty eight hours. You can't call him a naker for forty eight hours. I'm like, all right, I won't do it. <laughs> and then you know, forty eight hours and one second. I'm like, he was a naker. But until <laughs> we're able to set that time, yeah, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then I see all these posts like, um, uh, you can both be, uh, uh. You can both call him out as a rapist and be sad for his family. I'm not sad for his family. His family is going to get, I'm sure he had life insurance, and life insurance for a dude who's making a Uh bajillion dollars a year is like half a bajillion dollars a year. So they're going to be just fine. Sure, they're going to deal with sadness and whatnot, but fuck them. They're, They're in a better position with him dead than I will be in my entire life. So fuck off. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Also, um... He died what at, at forty one? Yeah, I don't know. Fairly young, but uh, it's not like that's uncommon. No, people die every day. The only reason why people give a shit is because he's a celebrity. A celebrity, like nobody, nobody was knocking down your door when your grandfather died no. to to tell me I'm I'm insensitive for making the jokes that I did. <laughs> no, so, and I loved fuck him. Fuck off, yeah. It it made it made me feel better. It's. The cult of celebrity is really what drives me crazy. Which, uh, we were, so we were talking a little bit about it, and I said, you, "What the problem? One of the problems is that um, 
the cult of celebrity, well, social media, specifically, and the cult of celebrity has done is, um, it hasn't done what it hasn't done is, um, like tear down the wall between celebrity and fan. But what it has done is make the fans think that it has done that. Yeah. So they think they think because they get a like or a response or, or whatever that they're like best buds. Yep. When that guy doesn't know you from a pile of shit in the street. Anyone that worships that that has that worships a celebrity like that, um, I imagine them like, uh, um, what's his name, uh, Ray. Ray. Jimmy Fox, Jimmy Fox in uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah, did you ever see that? No, but I know vaguely. Like he was a huge Spider-Man fan, and then Spider-Man. Oh yeah, was he's mean got like him. he's got. Yep, yep. Sp- the Spider-Man was mean to him one time, and immediately he becomes the super a, villain. A villain. Yeah, <laughs> just like on Twitter, man. Just like on Twitter. Well, John Travolta just made that movie about it. The fan. Yeah. Yep. The fanatic. That's what it was. The fanatic. Yeah. The fanatic. Yeah. And <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like that movie was was about one specific person, like yeah. John Travolta yeah, was yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember that that weird stalker I had. Like I'm gonna make fun of him, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, that was a really weird. That was a bizarre. I only watched the half in the bag on it, but it was. It reminds me bizarre. of. Um, I've seen this happen before, and it's it's um, people that. It's it's this is a really weird thing. Is this was years ago? I I I don't know how I followed this um trail. Mm-hmm. It's one of those. Sometimes you follow a trail, yeah, and you wind up somewhere weird. Yeah, the weird place I found myself on was uh, the Twitter page of a man older than me. Mm-hmm. I could tell from the photos. Uh who must just be very lonely. Yeah. Uh, because it was multiple times a day, every day, just uh, various young female celebrities just tweeting at them, just be like, acknowledge me. Literally acknowledge me? or No, but uh, the, you know, that, that's what it... Uh, How did you get here, Tim? I don't know. Was it, was it, did you log in? It was weird. Handlebreaker <laughs> at twitter.com, password. <laughs> I hate handles. Break my handle, please. Yeah. Enter, like, ah, uh, my secret no, Twitter I, account. I don't remember how I got there, but it was the weird, it was one of the weirdest things I'd ever seen. It sounds weird. It was like, it was like, it was like he changed his obsession every couple of weeks because it would be new, like to a new lady. It was the weirdest. And, and it's, I know he's not alone. There's people no, out no, there's people out not. there that will mass tag celebrities be like, "Can I just uh, it would it would uh, today is my birthday and I would just love it if I could get a like from one of you." I've seen a lot of those. That's creepy. It's it's so creepy. Cult of celebrity and social media, man. The the social media like for these celebrities a lot of times is managed by a social media manager that so too. when it likes your little post like that the person that you think you're following they don't they don't they some intern like in california some intern did that yeah and while they're on the set you know they yeah. they post they take a photo and send it to 
You know, they they post like one out of five posts on their page, and the rest yeah. is all done by their agent or social media manager who's yep. making who's doing this for like eleven different celebrities and making forty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the other the other too soon thing is that uh, we will get lectured by the media on our insensity and insensitivities, but they the are wor- they have they're the created- ones they're, they were the ones that uh, were saying. Uh, uh, ABC is, I think it was ABC. ABC um, is hearing word that, Co- that it was Kobe Bryant and all four of his daughters in the plane in the helicopter crash. Well, and it was like I remember when Robin Williams died. Yeah, I don't know if it was CNN or MSNBC or one of the actual networks or yeah. something, but at the bottom of the page it says like the Williams family has asked for privacy in this time of mourning. Yeah, overlaid on helicopter footage of the of his house and they're just circling around like all they want to do is they want to see the body bag get wheeled yeah, to an yeah, ambulance yeah, yeah. and it's like you fucking vultures and and then and then we get chastised because things like TMZ and just the regular news and entertainment tonight and inside edition yep. and a- any one of the numerous numbers of tabloids and other bullshit yep. has created this this uh Feast of celebrity gossip bullshit. 24-7. 24-7. It's been made worse with the internet. And then when people want to get get that hit of celebrity yeah. endorphins, they can do it anytime they want. And and then when you know someone says they don't care about this, they get fucking yelled at by everyone around them was like, How dare you? Kobe Bryant was a hero. He was an inspiration to many. Like this is way too soon. Like I don't fucking like basketball. To me, the only thing I know about Kobe Bryant is that he died this week and he was a rapist a long time ago. Like, well man no 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 no. He was a rapist. Yeah. He threw the ball real good so he got away with it, but he was a rapist. (laughs) And let's call a spade a spade and a naker a naker. And (laughs) by God I'm I'm not sad. I don't give a fuck. I'm not I'm not like I wasn't wishing for his death or anything no, like some but, people yeah. were. What about Kobe boring, beef. But uh is it going away? Is Kobe beef going away? No, but the people that make Kobe beefs have, have given their uh regards. Moment of silence. Yeah. Yeah. Now every every paper paper ball tossed into a trash can instead of being met with Kobe will be met by a moment of silence. <laughs> Which is so much funnier. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that joke was too soon. It's it's virtue signaling. It's just a way to it's just a way to like pretend that you're better than the people, even though you know how much I don't care about uh, basketball. Yeah. uh, Aside from like one or two uh, slightly related things, this being one of them was like I heard that I was like, oh man, what's gonna happen to Space Jam two? Oh wait, that's LeBron. (laughs) I'm not watching Space Jam two. Yeah, I know. I've declared a fatwa against LeBron James. Also, who, do we need a Space Jam too? No, we don't. No, 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 no. We don't. It's too soon. It's it's too soon. It's, it's too, too soon. soon. It will yeah. it will always be too soon. It'll always be too soon for a new Space Jam. Yeah. Uh, I. I'm just. Uh, it's that. It's that virtue signaling, like I've been saying uh, about eleven times, and yet, if you didn't care about it if you if you truly did care you would mourn in silence yes but 
you have to like inject yourself into this everything going on yep. so you can pretend that like somehow like what do you think is going to happen do you think someone's going to tweet a tweet that picture of the grim reaper throwing the the helicopter or Someone, uh, there was some other joke post I saw of someone posted a crashed helicopter in a video game and made a joke about Kobe. And these people are fucking doxing the dude. Like, this is a school he goes to, call the principal, wow. call the this and that. And it's like, fucking someone should call the police near you and have you swatted and have a fucking put a shotgun in your ass and blow your head off from the, bo- the bottom side. And it's just, if you if you truly cared, you would say nothing. Like, what do you think the family's going to see this and go like, oh my God, Tom Watson on Twitter said it was too soon for that guy to make a joke. Let's invite him to the funeral. <laughs> but no, they don't give a shit about you. They're fucking minding their own business. They're they're sitting at home crying their eyes out yep. over their their dead nacre of a father, and and they're just they're not on social media. So let's not make all the jokes we can. Let's make all the jokes we want to. You wanna make a you wanna make a joke about Kobe Tim? Not really. Yeah, me either, because I don't know anything about him that's yeah. really funny. Yeah, other than the the basketball and the... He throw the ball real good. Yeah, he throw the ball real good. Throw the ball real good. Throw the ball real good. Yeah. If this is a white guy, it would be it would be like uh, like Richard Bryant, dead in helicopter accident. His helicopter was ruining the earth instead of flying, instead of driving a car like everyone else or taking Uber. And also he was a confused... Of, Accused of rape thirteen years ago, of which that you know, and it would just it would be all the negatives about him, and it'd yeah. be none of the positives. But because he's a naker, it's like, well, we're just gonna we're gonna only say the good stuff. <sighs> Damn, nakers are ruining America. <laughs> uh, how many times can I say it? However many you want, man. Not a, it's not a real word. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that. You keep telling yourself that. Oh, I, I'm, I am telling myself that. <laughs> well, Tim, do you have anything more on this issue? I, uh, I do, but it's too soon for me to talk about it. <laughs> well, I guess that means it's it for this episode here. So I'll get. I'm Tab Burke. I'm Tim the Handle Rigger. I'm Todd. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call in the Here's What Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Uh, Is Google Voice going to load or is it just going to sit here and act like a prick? It's going to act like a prick. Andy here. I really enjoyed your last episode with Cat Williams. If you have him on 13 more times, it will make your show at least 50% better. Uh, the, the transcription for this just says N D E L. I think No, I'm reading you what the actual transcription says, Tim. Why do you got to make everything about nakers? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey guys, Dark Dick Man here. 
I understand that you were lacking a few voicemails last week, so I figured I was lucky since I was lucky enough to encounter this fucking headache, I'd relay it to you. So here's what I don't get, guys. Ding, ding, ding. How the fuck professors end up testing you on shit they never taught you? How the fuck did this happen? Literally, I will describe it to you. First, we have a circuit applications class. We have a test coming up this Tuesday. On the last Tuesday, she said, we will be having a test on chapters 16. There's maybe eight subsections. And chapters, uh, chapter 17, the first six subsections. So there's about, you know, 14 sections from one, all of chapter 16, a little bit of chapter 17. And then, she also offers a quiz that you can practice for the test for. At first, she only lets you have one attempt, like that's going to offer you any help. So she changes it to two. Thanks very much for allowing us to get even just a little bit of help before the test. Anyways, we take the test. I take the little quiz, sorry, the free test quiz. And there are, there are a multitude of questions from different chapters which we never read, none of no slides of which ever appeared in class. And it's fucking in two days. Like, how the fuck, how the fuck does a professor expect students to just, and this isn't like going into health class where you can just read the next five chapters and understand the general gist. No, this, this shit is circuit applications. Do you understand what a Zener diode is? I fucking don't, but I'm being tested on it next week. <laughs> fuck! Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I hate, I hated teachers who were not good at their job. And you're you're just supposed to like solve the problems for them. I wish there was a way to to get them back, but there's not. No, there's no way to like shit dump on their score. Fuckers. Hey guys, it's a uh, John who loves blank checks. I mean the John who loves flat chess. I mean John who loves flat women here. I just like to to say. My fellow voicemailers, we should rise up, try and get our our invoices from this cheapskate of a podcast. (laughs) So here's what I don't get. Get the dead helms, the stoves, the the sages together. Try and get get some money out of this fucking Patreon that they got. Anyway, um, here's a don't get the fat people not knowing that they're fat. (laughs) Keep walking in on my mom watching these. 600 pound fat asses I'm trying to think at what point do you look past the dopamine of eating something and engorging yourself to see that what you're doing doesn't benefit anything like if you put root down to it eating is just recycling whatever somebody has killed or made to produce to give you energy and then to shit out so to eat is to shit Essentially. <laughs> so there's How no point in you eating more than what you need. All that's just going to stay in your stomach and then people, you know, try and get the surgeries to get rid of that shit. But then I was I was thinking it over. Maybe we should start a diet, but it's not a diet in the sense of changing what you eat, it's what you buy. So anything, we, we take the 600-pound fat person, every time they buy, like, a pack of donuts, they have to pay twice as that much. And all that money that they're paying extra is going towards, I don't know, 
or an orphanage that doesn't have any good food. That's what New York does. Why? Why not? I don't know. Oh, they, they charge more for fatty foods and sodas and stuff. Fat, yeah. fat and sugar. Fuck them. That if they don't have enough money to pay for all that shit, then they won't be eating as much as they. I think what he's saying is way in their fucking house and. <laughs> I came and get out of the fucking house, you know, starving through their paycheck. Fuck them. That would just lead uh, to anyways, the black market. I'm glad to listen to the episode. Hope you guys appreciate all yeah, the support you, uh, that we give. All right, bye. I'll give you this bag of Cheetos for like half a Bitcoin. No, what they'll do is they'll just hire skinny people to go do their checking out. <laughs> so, like, you'd have a skinny friend who'd walk around with you in the in the grocery store, and then when it came time to pay, you just give him your credit card and. Yeah. You go hide somewhere and you buy all your fatty food. And they'd be like, Are you really buying three bags, three 60 ounce bags of pork cracklings? Jesus. Like this, Christ. like five foot tall, 103 yeah. pound person. Like, uh, yeah. They're keto. <laughs> <laughs> also, if we started paying people for voicemails, Dead Helm would make us run out of money. <laughs> Just himself. Just himself. Wouldn't be able, wouldn't be able to do it. It's unsustainable. Plus, I mean, you got to ask Mortal, Mortal Thor about that. He's yeah, he owns the show now. We're in, we're in debt to him. Yeah, we sold him the show we because he drew us that thumbnail. That, that thumbnail, fucking bylaws, man. Uh, well, we got one here from the uh, Discord from Jay. Gentlemen, it's Jay. I apologize for the poor audio quality. I'm in the car, having just gotten out of Safeway, and that leads directly into what I don't get. Those terrible, terrible, terrible automated checkout machines that have been around since, I don't know, what, 2003 at least? And every time, it's the same thing, that if you have like three items good, maybe even if you have five, or if you're feeling dangerous, if you have under ten, you're good, but once you get above that, it is an exponential increase in the likelihood that something will go wrong. Yep. It either yep. doesn't yep. know the barcode, it asks you to verify your too. age for root beer, or the worst of all, it claims the weight isn't right, and you've skipped bagging, and it brings everything to a halt, and you have to stand there with a gormless expression as one of the clerks comes over and looks at you like you're trying to steal something, or you're a child who doesn't know how it works. And then, after they unlock it, and maybe, if they're feeling generous, they apologize to you for the fact that these things suck, and they have no control over what they use and don't use in the store, then the machine condescends to you to say that you always need to bag your items as if you were an alien that has somehow <laughs> learned English from old TV broadcast but has no idea how any of modern society works. And then at the end, it does that cheerful little dinging noise and tells you to take your items as if, again, you don't know things. Oh. Why, why, <laughs> why have no advancements in how technology been made for these stupid things? That was it. Stay furious. What drives me fucking crazy with these che self-checkout machines is like, so now you can scan the barcode on your produce instead of having to type it in, yeah. but you'll get a piece of produce like a potato that doesn't have a fucking sticker on yep. it. So I need to look it up. So I press look up item. And it's like, hey, did you know you could scan a barcode on your thing? Like, yeah, it doesn't fucking have one. <laughs> so I go in, scan my potatoes, and I'm like, all right, cool. Then I take the next 
produce thing, which also doesn't have a sticker. And I press look up item again and it goes, hey, did you know you, yeah, you just fucking told me. I only need to see that message one time, one fucking time. Uh, the other day, Tim and I were, we were, oh, it was when we were doing all the Star Trek yeah, watching. Yeah. We go to, we go to Walmart to get, I need a potato and an onion so I can cook us dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Cooking us steaks. Cause that's what I always cook. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so I was going to do some fried potatoes with some, a little bit of onion, di- uh, diced onion mixed in there. Turned out pretty good. Yeah. I think with a little bit of seasoning. And, uh, so I'm, I, we buy beer. Of course, it's the last thing I scan because I know it fucking locks down the machine when you buy beer. Yeah. Scan the beer. You need a person to come see you. Turn to my left. There are two people there. Both of them walk towards us. One of them walks completely away and all the way to the other side of the fucking store. And the other one goes, oh, it's for beer. I can't do it, do it for you. I'm like, you can't. Why do our fucking driver's license have barcodes on it if I can't fucking scan it at this damn thing? Yeah. So then we stand there waiting for like five minutes while this guy wanders all the fuck around the store and then he walks right past us until finally I go, hey, fucking do this. And he checks not only my ID, but Tim's ID. Like we're the dumbest fucking <laughs> underage drinkers yeah. in the world. Like you look at my ID and clearly it shows that I'm well the fuck over 21. Yeah. And then you look at Tim and go, oh, well, he must not be. Like, <laughs> come the fuck on, man. And if we, I gave, I gave him a look like, really? <laughs> When when we were buying beer underage with with trucking and tucking, yeah, we would go. All right, I, we want this beer. We want this beer, and we would carry him towards the register, and then we'd hand him to him, hand him the money, and then we would wander off somewhere else because yeah. we're not fucking stupid. <laughs> How fucking stupid would I be if it was like, yeah, I need to buy this beer. I need to see that your ID too, Tim. Tim pulls out his ID, and it's like he's nineteen. Like, yeah, I'm not going to sell this to you. Like, oh. Fucking foiled again. <laughs> I have to be the dumbest man on earth. Yeah. And the, so that you, that section used to be, what, six self-checkout kiosks? Yeah, now it's like a million of them. And there's still only one MOD. Yeah. Which was the problem, because only the manager can do it. And when it's six six kiosks, that's fine. Yeah, but there's like nine kiosks in the square we're in, there's nine kiosks, and then there's another dozen on the other side of that wall and then at 11 o'clock they close them all down and you have to go through a person which drives me fucking crazy because like the whole point of the self-checkout is one person nine things now you you just close that for no reason and there are giant lines every time I shop late at night there there are giant lines it makes me in such a rage automatic checkouts and and he's right like you it's it's just a matter of time before something goes wrong yep and like yeah, they they seem to get slower the more things you add to it. Like they've yeah. only got a gig and a half of RAM. Well, now they're now they like the ones by me. They have cameras everywhere. So there's a camera like above yeah, you yeah. showing everything. There's a camera that is looking down at everything you scan to see what you're scanning. Yeah. There's cameras underneath the the thing. So when it goes, be sure to check your basket. It'll show you a video of your basket and your your knees. But usually I'm standing right in front of that. Yeah. So it's like here's a picture of your calves. <laughs> they, like, look, they look nice today, oh, sir. looking nice. <laughs> yeah, I always get shit for free when I do that. Oh. Just because I'm pissed. Yeah, I, I, I'm not getting paid for doing their job, them. you know? Steal from yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely steal from them. It's total bolt. It's bogus. That's that's your $59 an hour minimum yeah, wage. compensation. More and more self-checkout. I went to a McDonald's the other day that had a self-checkout in it. Yeah, it's weird. I stopped in. I just wanted a soda. There wasn't a quick trip nearby. It's weird that they have that the amount of customization they have. Yeah. 
Because when you think of McDonald's, you think of pre-wrapped, made an hour ago burgers. So yeah, you no, go back you there and get, cook it you yourself can go or what? And be like plain and this and that, and oh, boom, all, your all kinds of weird stuff on it. Yeah, it does keep the price from going up. Like if if they still had all those people, the price would just be more, not what it is now. So that's that's your compensation. Is but I mean, look at a vending machine. Okay. Okay. It's more expensive than if you bought it. That's kind of well, that's a convenience factor, though. Yeah, that's because it's right there when you need it. Yeah, but cost is going to go up regardless. But it's, it would go up more if there was still so. There's a person involved. Like when I was even when more. I was a kid, we'd go to Albertsons and they would they would take all your stuff out of your basket, yep. put it on the counter, it yep. would scan, they would bag it, they put it back in your basket, they push your basket to your car, and they load your car up for you. Yep. They stick and then, their hand out for a tip. And then and then they stopped having that guy be there. He wouldn't didn't walk you out, and then he didn't bag your groceries, and then now and now there's so if if that was that system was still in place, everything you buy would be like four times the cost. Reesers, what? Not Reesers, Albertsons, <clears throat> out of business, out of business. I just I want the Amazon store. Have you seen? I think they closed it down. They, where you just walk in and put yeah. everything in your basket and walk out, and they're like, "What if this? That's great. What if the system doesn't scan something? Like, well, you get a free thing. It's America Amazon, but they can. They, I'm sure they can cover a uh, fifty nine cent a pound banana. Yeah. What? I mean, what could it cost? Ten dollars. <laughs> Tim brought that up this week, and I've just been thinking about it all yep. weekend. Well, that's our. That's all our voicemails. Thank you, everybody who called in. Thanks, Jay, on the Discord. Thank you, your, Immortal Thor, for the your checks are in the mail. Thumbnail last week. Yeah, be sure to send us an invoice, and um, I'll be sure to change my email address before it gets here. <laughs> well, I'm saying like <laughs> your checks are in the mail, but remember we've had USPS issues multiple times on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if especially ever... if you don't put a stamp on there, that really pisses them off. <laughs> so we have no idea if they'll ever get to you. Also, yeah. we don't know where you live, so we guessed your addresses. <laughs> uh, well, we'll catch you guys next week. Stay tuned for all that Star Trek stuff. Makers. <laughs>